Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another mini episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbard, and who is changing clothes with me tonight? Michael Hughes. That sounds weird when you say it like that. That was the point. <laughs> it makes it sound like we're, we're trading, wearing each other's clothes. <laughs> That's okay. You'd be wearing a Spider-Man shirt then right now. I got Spider-Man pajama pants on, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here to talk about a game that we had talked about doing, God, how many years ago? Yeah, this has been uh, like at least two years in the making. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, it's called The Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse. Came out in 1992 for SNES and Genesis? No, just, just, just SNES. SNES. Yeah, the, so there's three games in this series, and the only one to come to Genesis with the second one. That's weird. Yeah. Well, we, we didn't get the third one until a GBA port later on, one of those. So I have actually... So yeah, you, this game made by Capcom came out in 1992. Um, you, <laughs> funny, we, we love Capcom on this show, especially me and you. Absolutely. Me and you have done so many minis on Capcom games. <laughs> so. Got more coming. So yeah, this is a game that we've been talking about for two years, and I, I've been wanting to replay because as a kid, I rented this game and I never got super far, but I did get I did get I never got to the castle, but I did get to the level where you get the mountain climbing outfit. I think I maybe got past it once or twice. The ice I got the ice world, but never past ice world. Yeah, there are six worlds and it it goes pretty quick if you know what you're doing, but yeah, it uh they'll get you that Capcom difficulty. Yeah, this game's not that not that easy. I never owned it. I just rented it. I just remember renting it because it was Mickey. I, a platformer. This might be the first Super Nintendo game I played because my uncle had it. Whenever we go over there for Christmas or whatever, we, of course, played the Super Nintendo. He had like this and Pilot Wings and oh, probably Mario World, of course. But yeah, this is the one that I always remember messing around with. So it's a uh, it's been a, a game. It's a game from my childhood for sure. But I never actually owned it. OK. It's not bad. I mean, it's a it's a Capcom platformer where you play as Mickey. I mean, for the yeah. most part, I mean, you're especially in the first like each the first world is based on the Beanstalk for some reason. Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, it's like they thought ahead to like, oh, we're going to make each level based on a Mickey cartoon. And they just lost steam after the first one. Of course, <laughs> I've got Mickey Mania, Mickey Mania, which is that exact thing, which I really want to play for this show. Oh, it's uh, it's something. It's a game. It's not it's as tight as this one. It was another one that I rented. Oh, the, the story of this game, I remember it being stupid when I was a kid, but I think I forgot how stupid it really was that Goofy throws... Goofy and Mickey are playing catch with Pluto. Goofy throws the ball so far that Pluto runs into another world. Yeah, they run off the cliff and wind up in another world, kind of, maybe. And yeah. also Donald is there just kind of hanging out. Not even really in this game. There's not even in this game, except for like the little opening cutscene stuff. Yeah, you see Goofy once, and that was about it. It's a, it's a weird platformer for i mean because it, it's a, well, i guess it's your base platform for the most part you just have jump and your only attack at first is jumping on enemies and you can grab them and throw them yeah and grab the blocks that are hanging in the air everywhere which is cool i mean this game is gets hard as fuck though that's for sure oh yeah especially the fourth level the mountain one you mentioned man i think <laughs> sucks so like what what drew you to this game well this game sparked a couple of tropes that i still hold pretty dear because the main mechanic is as you go through the levels, you get three different outfits that give you different abilities, which is still something I really <laughs> revere to this day. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what bad games you made me play because of that that aspect. I don't remember, but it had me really excited for Bell and Wonderworld before I found out that game was a dumpster fire. I do want to play it. <laughs> God. <laughs> I really do. I actually thought about buying it a couple of times when I saw hmm, $3. Hmm. It might be worth $3. 
back when I collected, I would have I would have bought in a heartbeat for under ten, but I don't I don't collect like that anymore, so I don't care. <sighs> yeah, it had such potential because they had like eighty costumes, which admittedly is too much, but still, after <laughs> this game, that, that that one had me excited. I'm like, oh man, I love costumes to give you different abilities. There's a DS RPG contact that made oh. by Grasshopper that does that too. Okay, I know that game. I've never played it. It's another one I've never beaten. It's always been on my list to play it. Never got around to it. It's interesting. It's unique. That that happens a lot, though, in my life. Yeah. But we're here to talk about Mickey. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing about Mickey's story is that the Emperor Pete, which is your rival in the Mickey cartoons, is in charge of this land. And you have to go rescue your dog, which Pete took. For some reason. Yes. And for some reason, Pete, that has magical powers, decided that he's going to make the end of every level his face. That you walk into a statue of his face. That goes through the series. I don't remember much about Mickey. I mean, I, I must at the time, you know, as a kid in the Nintendo era, I mean, I must have liked Mickey enough that I know I rented this game more than once. Never got anywhere, but I know I played it more than once. Yeah, it helps, too, that it's Capcom, so. Yeah, but that wouldn't have meant anything to me at the time as much, I don't think. I don't think I was paying enough enough attention to developers or publishers. It was more just to title the game, I want to say. Yeah. Square was the first one that I really remember thinking, oh, it's a Squaresoft game. After about 1995, for some reason. Probably. <laughs> oh yeah, I think even through, no, I was yeah, it was probably PS One era when I started really get into Square and realized what great you know as I got older and, and realized. But yeah, with Mickey, it was just it was Mickey. That's what got me. But one thing that was really kind of clicking with me when we, were, when we were playing through this game for the show, I was like, you know, it must be here. You get powers, and what you're what you're going to do with powers? You're going to turn all these monsters into into things that look like you that have your face. Yeah, that's what you do, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Uh, and I was surprised how much of this game was in my memory still. Like the first world, I remember the the stupid snake boss at the end of the first world. I remembered the weird, ugly guy that flies, looks like a gargoyle uh, and flies around. All that was in my memory still. When I yeah, remember, I'm like, oh yeah, there's many bosses or something else. And it's kind of a running thing for the series that the first mini boss, well, I guess all the bosses always take entirely too much hit, too many hits. Yeah, the first one's always super bad because you don't have a costume yet, so all you can do is jump on them. Man, does it take forever. Yeah, the balancing is not good when it comes to how much damage. I, I, I've complained about that a lot in the show. I have a big problem with bosses with bosses in games that take too many hits where it becomes just a war of nutrition. I don't like that in yeah. any game. I just, you know, if I know what to do, just let me do it and move on. I don't want to I don't want to play a game of back and forth. Yeah, the first boss in Great Circus Mystery was real bad, too. He's a fire juggler, and you can only jump on him when he throws his fire fireballs, whatever. Eh. Man, it takes forever. I, I do want to try it though someday now. I'm 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 now curious to play more of the series. That one I owned. That one's actually on the easier side versus this one, and then three is like twice as hard as the first game. Game's rough. That's weird. Yeah, two is the one I played the most. Okay. Is two on Super Nintendo two or just Genesis? It's on both, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's and then all back. three of them have had GBA ports. Actually the GBA port of Magical Quest you can play as many for you know, if that's your thing. But but I also found how she plays exactly the same. They didn't oh, yeah, give her any identical. changes. Her costumes look a little different. That's it. Yeah, which I found odd. Which is, it's kind of impressive that she can go through all these worlds in high heels. <laughs> hey, you can run from a dinosaur in high heels, too. Right? Oh, God, that movie sucks. <laughs> That's Jurassic World for anyone that doesn't know. Even though in the first movie, they had to be in a Jeep and barely outrun it. Yeah, but she outran this yep. highly functioned dinosaur in high heels, yes. The same T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but also, like, it's the second world of this game, which is based in a forest, which every time I see trees that have faces, all I think of is Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah, the living forest. I'll never 
I'll never not see that. Like my tree outside my house has a has a face on it because just bought something that <laughs> Halloween thing and put arms and a face on it, and it's never oh, coming geez. off until the winter yeah. takes it off. And when when my friend Rich, friend of the show, came on, he's like, I'm like, the first thing that went to your head is Mortal Kombat two, didn't he? he's like, Yep. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah. this is where you get the the your first costume. You get the uh, I guess it's a wizard. Yeah, a magician. I think it's what it's called. Yeah, a magician. That makes more sense because Mickey's been a wizard in the past. Yeah, I mean he has a turban. He doesn't have a pointy cap. I think pointy right. cap is more associated with wizards. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why he has a turban. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like Kirby's thing where he's got different hats to show which ability he has. But I mean he's got the full the full gala in this. Or he's got the robe and everything. It's actually a pretty cool design. <laughs> it's also amusing when you change outfits. A little curtain comes up and he changes clothes. Yeah. Yeah, and then the action stops and Mickey changes clothes because just like D&D, changing clothes is a free action. But it, it amuses me. I mean, it, the, the the magician part is also really like, I think that's the most, po- from what I was noticing, that's the most powerful ability in the game. Yeah, because it's, well, it's not the only projectile, but it definitely goes the furthest. Plus, it's the most versatile because it lets you breathe underwater for the couple of times that you can use it after this. But it was pretty cool. And I also did notice this, for some reason the second mini boss that you fight in the forest, to me, it looks like he's naked when you kill him because he has like a little like oh yeah the grass thing skirt. around him. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, his skirt that he throws at you. Yeah, somehow <laughs> shoots at you like a boomerang. I didn't like him. Yeah, but by then you've got the wizard, so he goes down pretty quick. Yeah, he's not. You do more damage, I assume, when you charge up the attack, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's what I thought, but I was I kept missing. <laughs> I wasn't good that. at this game. I mean, I beat one of those. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it's me. <laughs> I beat everything with save states. You gotta do what you gotta do. Like, oh, and then the, the final boss of the second world is a giant spider. <laughs> Pete yeah. is a spider. No, it's got Pete's big stupid face on there, but that one's not bad if you can get it to face up, because then you can just sit there and bounce on his face over and over till he dies. There's also, there's also like a glitch where you can like get caught in between his face and a block and just kill him instantly. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know about that. Speedruns. Yep, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching. Oh, yeah, I love I always, for any game that we cover in the show. I always try to watch speedrun videos and often games done quick because they explain everything as they're doing it. Yep. And I've learned a lot about games from them. GDQ and I'm entertained. Mm-hmm. No, it was it. it oh, I mean, I remember and I remember Pete as a spider. It was a memory I didn't know I had. But as soon as I saw it, it clicked back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, it's hard to forget that thing. It's fucking ugly. But also, why would you <laughs> turn yourself? Why would you give a spider your face? Because, uh, like, when you kill these bosses, a Pete shaped soul kind of floats off the screen and then when you find them at the end they all come together so is this part of him that you're fighting throughout I the game so i think sense. it's all part of him like the mini bosses are all part of him like because every like you said every time you kill him the little spirit comes out but and it, and it sticks his tongue out at you mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's strange and then you get the you get the the mini boss of the third world is a guy that has spikes in the ceiling and tries to like break wall break the floor and make it lava hit you up yeah, his giant hammer and he Hits the ground and the lava plume comes up wherever you're standing. Yeah, it's a little. It's okay. Yeah, but then you beat him and the actual game starts because you get the firefighter <laughs> uniform. Uh, so I I did remember this outfit too. Like I did remember all the outfits. I never cared for the firefighter outfit when I was a kid. It did not interest me at all or matter to me. Uh, which un- unsurprisingly, this one's my favorite. And it might be because of the old Nintendo Power cover, which I'm going to send you in a second. Which does nothing for the listeners, but. You can Google it if you want. Yeah, because you won't. There won't be pictures of it anywhere else. I can. I'll, I'll mind. I can tell you that much. But so it, it didn't. Nintendo Power did a cover where they have him, Mickey in the outfit, just wearing the on the yeah. cover of the like what a two page cover or something. I think it is. Yeah, surrounded by flames and 
I think I had a Mega Man X variant on the cover. This the issue always really stuck with me. I had a copy of this issue at one time. Me too. It's a good one. I had a lot of Nintendo bars. I, I may still be at my parents' house. I don't know. I don't care either. So Yeah. <laughs> anyway. At one time, I was like, because I had a bunch of Game Informer magazines. I was like, I'm going to give away all my Game Informer magazines. And then yeah. I went to do that. I'm like, my name's on all these. I'm like, no, nah, I'll just throw them in the garbage. So yeah, I never awesome. gave them away. <laughs> but I know you really like the firefighter f- firefighter outfit. It's it's so it's not bad. Yeah, it sh- shoots water somehow, even though it's not the hose isn't connected to anything. But it uh, it kind of <laughs> unlocked that trope for me that I like things that shoot water. So power wash simulator, Mario Sunshine, any anything of that ilk is is okay by me. Yeah, I know you like Sunshine a lot. Sunshine's great. I can't remember what I said about it, but. <laughs> I don't think I hate it. I don't remember anything of what I said. I just know that I, I beat it and it was fine. It gets a lot of hate for some reason. I don't get it. It, it doesn't deserve I, 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 it doesn't deserve its hate. I will say that. It's not Balan Wonderworld or anything. <laughs> but like you fight a kind of cool mini boss, I think, with the with the firefighter, you have a big face, which I remember this guy too, and you have to just keep hitting him with the water when you're not hitting him, he's healing himself essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I found that out on hard I was playing on hard mode this morning and that little pause before he starts regenerating is a lot quicker on hard. So you have to keep at it and make sure you're jumping between the platforms because you're just floating in the air. He's got like circling platforms going around him, which he'll set on fire occasionally. <laughs> well, you can put out to get more ammo. I do like that aspect in this game. That there's multiple times in boss fights where you can you have to fight something. You can kill it and then get more ammo as long as yeah. you don't run out of ammo. Otherwise, you're just dead. The firefighter, even if you run completely out, you kind of like just spritz a little water so you can still put out the fire to get more ammo. Oh, but that's cool. Yeah, I think the magician, you can't do anything once it's empty. Okay, I never ran out of, of water because I just was playing the same stage too. But <laughs> And I played on easy. I played I played the game the easy difficulty of let me pick. Oh, there are also shops hidden around. Never found them. Really? Never. Yeah. I, I collected tons of coins because I would break blocks just to break blocks to get coins. Of course. Never found it. Yeah, there are, I think there's one in each world, maybe more, but you can for 300 coins, which is an ungodly amount, you can buy upgrades that make the magician and firefighter use half the amount of energy as normal. That's cool. Is that all there is then, really? Or Yeah, and then you can buy like lives and hearts and shit. Oh, OK, so not, OK, that's cool. OK, cause, yeah, because the speedrun I was watching, they were talking about like, there's a shop, but they don't go to it, obviously, because speedrunning, <laughs> but. I was curious. I, I mean, I, I thought I explored decently in the levels. Like the first one is right before the first mini boss when you're riding the giant tomatoes down the, the beanstalk. Yeah. You have to stay on the tomato and then jump onto a, a block that's suspended in the air and it's on top of the trees. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, it's tough. And then the GBA version, the shops have different items. Well, not they have an additional item. There's like a chair, a broom, a star and something else. and it's like discover what these do yourself. And I did a little bit of searching online, could not figure out what they're for because I only bought one of them. <laughs> so it is cool that they added anything to that port. No, it makes me, I mean, again, I, I've said this many times. I'm always happy when games get added to or, you know, re, get ported to another system, especially be something licensed like this. Like we'll never see this again. Oh, no. Because, you know, license crap. I really oh, we got the Disney crap. Afternoon collection. So I guess anything's possible. Yeah, but that was like what? Four years ago at this point it's, now? Yeah, it's been a while. And we haven't gotten anything. I mean, we okay, we did get the Aladdin. We did get Lion King and Jungle Book. So we could get some, but it's 
like anything licensed, you're always running that you're running that risk that it's not coming back. Like when it comes to yeah. Marvel games, I usually will buy all Marvel games if I find them for a deal because you won't see them again. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like we talked about before we started recording that Scott Pilgrim game came back and that's absolutely going to disappear again at some point. Yes. That's why I have two copies of it on two different <laughs> things. And it would be on Steam, but they don't sell it on Steam. It's only on Epic and I have it on Switch. You gotta do what you gotta do. Because on Epic, I, I feel like I'm pretty safe that it, I can always re-download it. So yeah, I don't think they're going to shut down their store like Switch will at some point. Yeah, if they've lasted this long, they're probably they're probably good. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, it's one of the things that I hate about our current, I hate about licensed games. And, and that's something I really thought about this Mickey game, because it wasn't for other ways of playing it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to re-enjoy it. Right. I mean, yeah. it has its fun parts. I see this one in the wild every now and then. I always think about picking it up, the a physical copy. I just don't, like, this day and age, do you really need that? It's only if you're a collector. Yeah. But you see, you like, also did one of the terrible things that makes everyone not want to collect. You move. Yeah, yeah, true. That, that has a real powerful effect on collecting. I like how this game from my childhood that I love, that I played a whole bunch of, I'm like, I don't know if I want to pay $15 for it, but I absolutely picked up Fester's Quest for $3 at some point. Because <laughs> it was three, one, it was $3. Yeah, three or six or something like that. It, it, was, it was less than 10. <laughs> Plus, you never you never played it at that point or beat it. So, yeah. Right? Or did you already? I can't remember. No, I, I had just beaten it. Okay. So you were, you were in the. You were suffering festeritis at the time. Now all I need to do is beat that physical copy and I'll be good. <laughs> the fourth world that I want to talk about, when you get the you get the final costume, you get Mickey with a grappling. Yeah, belt. the mountain climber, mountain climber gear, and it turns into Bionic Commando. Yes. <laughs> Which I don't use that outfit except for like when it makes you. Right. It's not my favorite of the three and it's to me it's the most useless i mean it, it can because it can grab certain thing certain blocks and pull up places but there's other parts you can't do anything with it later on in the game i felt yeah it felt very specific just to world four yeah because it can grab onto platforms that you can normally jump between if they're like just a little out of reach but and, and two i can't remember what it's called every, every one of these games has a, a mobility outfit two is called the safari outfit and it lets mickey and Minnie actually climb walls not just specific platforms or whatever. So okay. it's a little more useful. That's cool. Yeah, the game's neat. I might have to try it soon. Yeah, we should do that. In less, in less than two years? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, and then the, the final boss of, of World 4 is a giant bird, which I which doesn't look like Pete for some reason. Oh, yeah, it doesn't, does it? No, it. I also noticed that, like, because I fought, the way I fight it is, or the way I think you're supposed to fight it, the bird will fly by, you're supposed to jump up and grab one of these blocks as Mountain Climber Mickey, and then hold yourself so you don't die. Right. And then you shoot him with whatever when he comes when he comes yeah, down. He, he brings down an egg, and you have to snatch it from him with the Mountain Climber gear and throw it. Which, or, actually, if he, if he cracks open those eggs, the, the things inside do look like Pete, so there's that. Okay, what the speedrunners do is they put on the ma- the magician outfit and they never change. They when he flies by and throws you off the stage, they just go to the other side of the stage and I guess just hold forward, I'm assuming, and then they they make it. They yeah, survive. That makes sense. And then when yeah. he drops the egg, they jump on the on the enemies that come out and then shoot him in the face and that's how they kill him quickly instead of like where well, I did the same thing. I grab I stole the eggs and hit him with the egg. Yeah. The I just like runs. How like oh, how absolutely. They people play a game like efficiently. Yeah. Unlike me. <laughs> Who beat it? That's all that matters. And I enjoyed it. So, all right. And then you get to the ice world because you have to have an ice world, which is world five. Yeah, because even two has another ice world. I mean, it's a thing of platformers in general, especially in the the SNES era. It really is a thing. 
But it's super cool in this one because you have the firefighter outfit and you can spray things to make them freeze. I never knew that until accident. (laughs) (laughs) This last playthrough, I found out. I didn't find out until Pete. When I was fighting uh, the Pete, you actually fight Pete at the end of this. I froze his ice balls he shot at me. Yeah. Yeah, the, they're similar-looking balls throughout the level that you, if you spray at the water, it makes a temporary platform. It's pretty hmm. neat. Okay, that is cool. I, I, I did like that. That's a cool aspect. I just knew I could do it to his snowballs, and I would do that just so they wouldn't hurt me. I had a really hard time with ice skating Pete. Yeah, he's not great. Like, I got to the point where I was just using the Magician Mickey and shooting him from across the stage. That's what the speedrunners do, too. <laughs> he's not fun, because he'll, he's got a little half pipe, and he'll skate back and forth, but sometimes he'll do flips and go back. And then sometimes I'll do another flip and just the toss up which way he's going to end up. I don't know if I ever got past him or if I did. It was very, very few times because the castle, which is the sixth world, I had no I didn't really have a memory of. It didn't jog anything. So I'm pretty sure I never actually got that far. Right. As a kid. Or if I did, it was very few times that I I, because I remembered I, you know, ice skating Pete. I remember that that was in my memory, but not this. So that kind of. That kind of surprised me a little bit that yeah that I was like okay and then I got more interested the castle I don't like the castle at all I want to say no it's like typical last level fair where it's almost maze like because some doors will take you backwards and whatnot and some doors take you to go fight mini bosses and I thought okay I gotta go fight the mini bosses and I fought them all and then find yep. out that no you don't have to they're just there to screw you over yep Baron Pete is always in a specific door I didn't like that that kind of irritated me. I mean, it's kind of cool to at least the first boss to go back and fight him with the magician. You can just trounce him before you can do anything. Yeah, it, uh, it's a trend that continues throughout the series, too. OK, because it's Capcom. You got to do the boss rush. That's what I thought, too. I thought I had to fight them all. So I was purposely fighting each one. And then I went back in the door one time by accident and there's a fight all over again. I'm like, well, that OK. I'm like, OK, I'm not supposed to be yeah. doing this time. Yeah. And two, you do have to is mandatory. Eh, I mean, if mandatory better. I don't like it as a haha, fuck you type gimmick. Like you went in the wrong door. <laughs> like I would rather have it just be because I thought it was mandatory. Right. Because well, Capcom and I was Capcom. Mega Man. It's always mandatory Mega Man. So, yeah, I really don't like refights, though. Really don't. Yeah. Mega Man's made me not made me like them even less because I played so many Mega Man games for this podcast. <laughs> At least then you have the weaknesses. Yeah. Which makes it better. And I actually use the weaknesses. I'm like because I'm a weird Mega Man player. And then you get to the final boss, which I was really annoyed with this fight because it took way too damn long <laughs> for me. But I, I realized because I didn't I, I played this game. Then I watched a speed run. So, Mike, how do you what what me? How do you beat this boss? And I'll tell you. What uh, I did. So I was playing the GBA version first because I can you know play it portably and it doesn't do the sprite flicker when you hit an enemy like the way it distorts when you hit Baron Pete. So I couldn't even tell if I was damaging him because I had the sound turned down. You didn't make this really faint, like popping sound when you hit him. It's like, so I just was like, okay, am I doing damage? What's taking forever? Why why is it? What the hell? And yeah, you use the firefighter and you spray his chin. You like sprinkle his little ball looking chin. (laughs) You hit the pee, I think. Or is it the chin? Oh, uh, I think it's the chin. Maybe it's the chin. I mean, they're they're hitting. It looks like they're hitting both. But yeah, you're right. It's a chin. You got to hit the butt chin. Yeah, and he'll do different magical effects to counterattack you. But one of them is he'll bring the little fire things up top, torches to life. And that's how you get your ammo back is spraying those. But yeah, and it just it takes forever. That's because we both did it wrong, by the way. Oh, fun. 
uh, when I watch speedruns afterwards, what they do is they use a magician Mickey and they hit them with it. And then when the when the torches come down, like you were ta- like we're talking like you were talking about, they hit them with the ma- the magician, and then they get magic lamps to refill their magic. <sighs> that makes and that's, sense. And they beat him way faster because I did it with the the fire outfit too, and it took fucking forever. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this is way too long of a fight. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, if that's the case, then the firefighter shouldn't damage him. It's a, it's a trick. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, cause, I mean, I looked up a video, and the video used the firefighter, too, because I didn't know what to do. Because I couldn't tell if I was hurting him. or I just didn't, you know, I'm like, am I actually hurting him? Like, this is stupid, because, you know, you can't really hit him in the face, because you don't have a way to get up there. You're not really having things that are helping you. Yeah. Well, yeah, they killed him super quick with the magician compared to what we were doing with the firefighter outfit. Of course. Also, another thing I, I want to mention quickly, every boss in this game, as you hurt them, they turn red. So yeah. You know, you're, they're almost dead. I kind of wish I had like another variation. So, you know, that you're getting close to or like halfway or something. Same. I, I really don't like it when video games don't show you how someone's dying because that's not nice. Even, <laughs> like, even I Mystic need Quest does that. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, don't get me started on Mr. <sighs> Good game. But a lot of people disagree, but I will always stand. But no, I, I really like I like that. I like that in games. I don't I hate it in a game when I can't tell how much damage an enemy is taking. It just bothers me. I need yeah. to know. Especially I need something to like this where they have way too much health to begin with. Mm. Capcom, Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo era. Again, I, I always I still relate so much of that to Rental era. Yeah. I, I feel like so much of that is from that era. Yeah, it was you know. Yeah, this was towards the end of it, I want to say. Well, 92, somewhere around there. I feel like, I don't think 92 is the end of the rental era, or not, them making games hard as hell. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It took a while, I feel like, for that to go away. I mean, I, I feel like games don't really get um, beatable in all ways until you get to the 360 era, when games were just made to be beat one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, because even the PS2 eras, I, I played a lot of PS2 games, some are fucking hard as hell. Some of that's just by design, though. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to know there's a GBA port. I mean, I didn't know that until yesterday. Yeah, it's another one of those ones. Like, it's a pretty decent port, but just like the Mario World one, I feel like it's kind of zoomed in a little bit, so everything can hit you from off screen and whatnot. It lead to some frustration, but it's 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 passable. Okay. No, I'm glad I finally played this. It felt good to finally knock this off my backlog and finally play it <laughs> and beat it. Because we've been talking about it for two years. Well, that, yes, and the fact that it was actually on my list of games, like, it was a game from my childhood that I rented and played and never finished, and even all these times that I've been emulating, which has been years, I still never got around to playing this game. I don't know, I really don't know why, and then when after you mentioned, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just wait till we, we cover it. <laughs> and then we've been busy, and we have yeah. to Now we've got to do the other two. Sure, I'll play the other two. Yeah, I'll, I'll even play three again, it's not great, but yeah. we'll do it, do it for the show. Hey, I'm just. Oh, and then you find out in the end of the game that everything was a dream. Yep. Not only was everything a dream, but Donald shows up saying, hey, let's go play catch, which is how the whole thing started in the first place. So for all we know, it's a cycle and Mickey's stuck in a time loop. (laughs) That should have been the sequel as many has to go and break him out of the time loop. Yeah, but I think the dream was a a thing at the time, too, that they like to use. Uh, Yeah. I mean, this whole thing was just an excuse story anyway. Like, yeah. Like we said at the top of the show, the whole thing's kind of stupid. Yeah, oh yeah, it is stupid, but it's still a decent game, though. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh no, yeah, but I do really want to play Mickey Mania now, because, okay. I, well, Mickey Mania is the one that I remember as a kid a lot. I just never beat it. Yeah, I don't think you're going to enjoy it quite as much as this one. No, oh, I, hey, I, I, won't, I won't stop you. 
We'll see. Maybe I'll play it today. Well, maybe. There you go. I don't know. I, I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do today. <laughs> so, all right. And I think that's everything that we need to say. So let's go on to our last segment, Shelf Stacker Box. And you go first, Mike, since this is your pick. Oh, there's no question it's going on the shelf. Like, even now, it's still kind of a joy to play and get the different costumes and tool around. Even though I know the game well enough, I can blow through it in less than an hour. It's not It's not even long, even if you don't know what you're doing. But Only long if you suck and die a lot and you can't yeah, finish well, it. That's just video games in general. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, because the GBA version got rid of the limited continues, too. Why? I don't know. I, I think the SNES one had limited where... If you game over too many times, then it kicks you out. But oh, GBA, yeah, GBA version has unlimited. Oh, okay, good. I, okay, I thought you said GBA limited. Unlimited is what oh, you no, should. No. All games should have unlimited. If you want to keep playing, the game should let you keep trying. Yeah, like do Rayman Origin style, where you just don't have lives anymore. You just it just kicks you back to the map or whatever. Agreed. Anyway, stupid. Yeah, agreed. They should get. I'm glad gaming has kind of went away from that for platformers. Sometimes yeah. it's trying to like it's a different era. Except Nintendo. They're still working on it. I guess Mario Odyssey, when you die, you just lose 10 coins. Still never played it. Oh, it's a good one. I don't even own it. Well, you got to pay 60 bucks for it. That's why I don't own it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I pick and choose what few games I buy for Switch. Yeah, I don't blame you. And it's very, very usually Zelda related. All the games I think I bought for, yeah, for Zelda related. Metroid. Okay, yeah, I did buy Metroid. I forgot about that. I would say Mario is probably one worth paying 60 bucks for. It is, I'm sure. I just don't want to. Yeah, I don't blame you. Anyway, yeah, this one's going on the shelf, and spoilers for when we do Great Circus Mystery, it'll go on the shelf, too. Okay. Hopefully not two years from now. Or <laughs> and I'll go next. I'm going to put this, I'll put it in the shelf, too. I had fun. I did enjoy myself. It was, a, you know, it, it felt good to finally knock this platform off my list. It, it's a fun game. It still holds up, you know, in 2022, or when you're hearing this, 2023. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's still a fun game. It's a decent platformer. The music was fine. The gameplay was was you know solid, and it's it's not super long, so it's a it's a good length. It's a good game. So I'm gonna put it on the shelf, and I'm I'm glad I finally played it. Sorry, Capcom. Yeah. All right, and we got another we got another game you know off the list that we've been meaning to do for years. So hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the longest running joke we've had at this point. Yeah. Because it's been too. It was like I think when you started the when we started the minis, you know, when you started the minis. We we talked about doing this one, and then we just never got. We kept doing yep. other stuff. I always got pushed back. So we finally, I think, forget. I don't even know what many numbers this is, but I I know it's over twenty something. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, there's over four hundred other episodes you go listen to. Go check out our giant catalog. You can find everything on Podbean if you can't find it on Spotify or iTunes. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote in our Patreon polls. We have one each month, so definitely go check that out. And if you want to talk with us, we do have a Discord. You'll see the link in the show notes. Please go join our Discord and chat with us. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hath Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. You'll see a link in the show notes. And also want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who helped me with the MCU movies also. You can find his podcast at Gamer Looks at 40. So definitely go check him out. I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.